Welcome to the Twist My Arm Podcast. Get a new perspective. Arguing about the games and shows that you love. Maybe learn something. This is the last podcast you'll ever need to hear. This is the best news for those headphones in your ears. Twist My show email us your thoughts and opinions at twistmyarmpodcast at gmail.com like us on facebook to access our listener polls and follow at twistmyarmcast on twitter listen for free on soundcloud itunes and stitcher and now here's the host of the twist my arm podcast hello and welcome to the twist my arm podcast where we talk about basically anything and everything hopefully we can twist your arm into maybe trying something new tonight uh, this episode episode will be airing the same day we are recording our first Barroom Blitz. Uh, it's featuring Jared Schmidt of Last Rhino, James Medina, and Dahlia from Flower Crown Me a Queen. Should be a really fun time, but if you're listening to this and realize that you're not going to be able to make it, we be sure to come out next month, July 11th, for the next Barroom Blitz featuring Electrohawk, Smile Victoria, and a couple other bands. I am the creator and always host of, host of the Twist My Arm podcast, Josh, and I'm joined tonight by my longtime friend and most of the time co-host, Jesse. How are you this evening? Hey, what's up? Also, I have a question. Where is that event located? It's uh, it's at Broadway Bar and Bites, 8 South Broadway, right next door to Mutiny, right across the street from High Dive here in Denver. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's the one thing that I left out of that first paragraph there. That's what I'm here for. Thank you. I guess Jesse's also the kind of editor <laughs> of the and the and the live podcast. editor. It's the worst kind to have. <laughs> that and then, man, I've I've sent you a couple like flyers of things or just notes or something. I remember one particular flyer I sent you, and I what did I I left out something? I think I left out my and twist my arm so it was twist arm <laughs> podcast or something it was like twist arm presents or yeah, something it was right. funny yeah so i was like you should do this design wise and you should change your font also you left out this word <laughs> yeah. and you were like um do you want to do this <laughs> <laughs> yes so always appreciated and thank you for being that editor yeah you can thank my mother for that oh yeah actually but you're That's welcome true. yeah <laughs> Um, have you been? It's it's been a couple weeks since you've been on the show. The last couple uh, couple episodes had Nate on the show with us. So, yeah, and I I gotta say I really appreciate Nate filling in. I really enjoy the episodes that he's on. He is very fun to listen to, and always the best wishes to Nate and his star-crossed relationship. Like yeah. it's one of the most romantic things I've ever heard. <laughs> so I, I'm just always rooting for that to work out. Me um, too. But. Other than that, yeah, I have been working overtime. Literally, that's not like a euphemism for anything. I've been working, working overtime. overtime. So, <laughs> yeah, so I've been less available and my life has been less available to me uh, on the whole. I haven't been able to 
play games as much as I wanted or, you know, buy as many toys as I wanted. But uh, it's okay yeah. because overtime for the moment is done and I have jumped full force back into the gaming world and the toy buying world. Ah. So I will definitely talk about both of those things coming up. Um, other finally. than that, we, yeah, we did also get to go to a Giants game. Uh, they lost. It was last Tuesday. They mm-hmm. lost to the Rockies. Mm-hmm. And then they proceeded to win like the next five games. Mm-hmm. And then tonight and then, they lost by one. But and then the Rockies Madison proceeded to lose is, their next five well, games. <laughs> yeah. So, so it was good. I, I feel like I took one for the team. Like I sacrificed my Giants game so they could win mm-hmm. the next several games. Sure. Um, sure. Madison Bumgarner came back today. He didn't have a great day, but it was his first day back. The Giants are going to not be dead in the water at the All-Star break, and that's huge news to anybody who followed them last year. So yeah, uh, that was really cool, and we we really love going to Coors Field. I bag on it because I do really like AT&T Park, but Coors Field is a beautiful, beautiful bar, ballpark. And we got great seats. We were in Section 114 right down, you know, close to was the that, Giants, bulb, uh, Giants dugout. It was like really, third, really fun. Yeah, that was uh, my girlfriend's part of my girlfriend's birthday present. So that was really oh. cool, and we had a great time. We brought the mother-in-law, and everything was really fun. It was a great day. The weather was beautifully, beautifully perfect. Um, I found out that you can pay like ten extra dollars to park half a block away, oh, and yeah. then just walk under a covered bridge directly into your seats, which I oh, didn't yeah. know about, and that is now how I will go to every Rockies game forever. <laughs> I um, I prefer taking the light rail. I'll just go park my car at a light rail station and take that down. Also very it, smooth. Um, those of us that live bad. in northern Colorado don't necessarily have access to that That's or don't true. feel comfortable just leaving their car somewhere in Denver. No, I, I got so you. Th- <laughs> this was so. This was actually the really cool thing. I am not exaggerating. From the um, third deck, I could see my car. So. <laughs> <laughs> like at the game, I could go look at my car and You're make like, sure it's fine. Hang on a second, I, I gotta go check on the car <laughs> really quick. Let me let me. Just well, w- it's really good because I I had just purchased a whole load of pop vinyls and I had them in the trunk and I was like paranoid because oh, yeah. I'm a weirdo. So I was like, you know, somebody's gonna see my toys and steal them from me. But obviously, oh, that's not gonna happen. So it's pretty funny because every time you come out here, you're like. Is there is there a spot in front of your house that I can just see my car? I just want to make sure. I, I just and I just I can't <laughs> look. It's an expensive car. It's the newest car I've ever owned. I really love it. It takes great care of me. So I'm just trying to take great care of it. Cars are members of our family. They're not just an object. No, I, okay, I, I so. got you, man. I got you. <laughs> it's just uh, um, you know. It's yeah. Just, so it's, it's, it's will, a funny paranoia. I would. Have yeah, to say. and and I'll talk about that whole trip because it's all intertwined. And I as I I it's difficult for me to admit but that whole day i had a good time in denver i i I don't know how else to say it i just i generally dislike being in the large cities and i still i managed to have a good time so we'll definitely talk about that but what about you other than planning all the barroom blitz and stuff for the bar what have you been up to that's about it man i um i've been about in the same boat just working a lot i uh took over the event coordination of Broadway Bar and Bites so I've just I I mean every day I wake up to you know at least 20 messages and emails (laughs) and shit that I have to go through and today I finally bought myself a date book and went and filled in oh nice yeah I went and filled in all the dates and like all the stuff that I need to remember this month and uh, I showed Kylie I was like hey check it out I'm so excited that I'm all organized and She's looking through and it. She's like, you're 30 years old. Get out of my face. No, she, 
No, she looks at me and she's like, you forgot something. And I was like, what? I oh, was like, shit. Oh, fuck. And I forgot to her write birthday. her. I forgot to write her birthday in there. Yep. <laughs> but it's it's okay. It's in there now. <laughs> so <laughs> I will Yeah, forget. I bet it is. I bet it's in all of the calendar type things you own. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my microphone just freaked out there. Oh, it happens. Yeah. It's fine. Freaky Mike. Freaky Mike. We need to drop for Freaky Mike. Yeah, we do. But (laughs) no, oh man, it's still going. But you're absolutely right. It is all in, uh, all, all, it's all reminded now everywhere. Even on my little, my calendar in the studio. (laughs) Record podcast, report, record podcast, book show, book show, girlfriend's birthday. It's, it's been, it's been crazy. You know, I, I love doing this stuff though. It's, I feel like I found my purpose <laughs> or like at least some sort of path that I want to go on for well it's a thing music is a thing you've always been passionate about especially local music so it's it's an easy segue for you into the world of helping those people get noticed it's true and it's really nice because it's a DIY venue it's it's a really small time venue you know so I'm working with a lot more a lot smaller bands that are a little more understanding of things whereas you know, working with the bigger venues and the other bands, it's a it's a little bit harder to to deal with their attitudes and diva ness, if you know what I mean. So let's say I'm in a local Denver band and I would like to get a hold of you to play at your venue. How do I do that, man? I, I honestly I've been handing out the podcast cards just to kind of to do both things at the same time. So you can just email us at twistmodernpodcast@gmail.com and. Uh, you know, let me know what kind of music you play and what kind of show you're looking for, and we can set something up for sure. Um, it's it's not too hard. I have a lot of dates open after July, so I'm uh, gonna start doing more August events here soon. Um, but so it's, I mean, it's it everything, man. I have I have a punk show uh, that I mean, we just did a punk show on Saturday. We have the acoustic show tomorrow. We have comedy shows. We have open mic nights. We, I mean, we're doing everything that we possibly can to, you know, make make it a, a fun little venue for for Broadway there. That's not expensive yeah. or anything, because you know Broadway has a lot of good established places, but they're a little pricey. Like there's always a cover and stuff, and there's never a cover at ours. And, it's a good time, and like I said, any band you want, I have a hip-hop showcase in August, I have a funk, a couple funk bands playing, I have a couple jam bands playing, like it's, I am not cool discriminating against any sort of music. That's I, quite the gamut of uh, yeah. genres there. Yeah, I mean, even some DJs, so it's it's anything and everything, man, whatever you want to do, email me, um, com, or you can like the bar on Facebook, Broadway Bar and Bites. And email that. Yeah, page. and if you're in a band or if your friend is in a band and they're looking for a place to play, let them know. Yeah, for sure. And even like little touring bands. Um, I've been, I know people have been kind of messaging me about touring bands. I've booked a couple of them that just need somewhere to play. You know, if yeah, maybe it's an off night or something, and you're just itching to play a show or whatever. Um, it would be cool to get Scars Hill in time next time they come through town. Oof. That was a good show. It would be cool, but I think they're a little too big for our venue. <laughs> like, oh, I just meant like on the podcast. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, if yeah, if the scars heal in time, still listen to this show. I would love to have you guys back on because that was that was a really good time. Even if it's just like a maybe an acoustic show at, down at down at the bar, that'd be cool too. Um, but yeah, that's honestly that's all I've been doing. I, I worked 
I worked 34 hours over the weekend. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, it's it's been fun, though. I, I really enjoy it. So, I don't know. I Close friends of mine or people that know me know that I've been, like, kind of looking for something new lately. And it's funny because I was in a restaurant when I decided that I wanted to find a new career. And then I went out and I did Comcast. You know, I installed cable. I did uber driving i did uh worked in a grow house i worked in a dispensary and and it all came back around and here i am working at a bar again (laughs) but now you're doing the thing that you wanted to do in the first place exactly you just happen to also be at a bar exactly so in the last restaurant that i was working at I, i always wanted to do events but never had the opportunity so it's really nice to big shout out to natalie down there at the at the bar and bites thanks for you know, giving me an opportunity. It's been a good time. <laughs> Broadway Bar and Bite, sponsored by the Twist My Arm Podcast. Yeah, or vice versa, whatever. I, dude, I feel like lately all I've been doing is advertising everything. Like <laughs> my Facebook well, page that is helps nothing but an advertisement. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that local collaboration is paramount, and people aren't worried about it. They're just like, hey, whatever gets people in here. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, it's it's just funny. I. I I love going through my memories on Facebook and you see like I'll see all these old depressing ass like posts and stuff when I was just a youngin, you know, like 10 years ago posts or 9 years ago posts and Oh man. And then you you just Let's see not like talk about Josh and Jesse social media posts <laughs> from that far away. That's No, but but I'm just saying like you see the difference time. from like then and then then it shows you all the different years of posts and stuff and it's it's funny to see all the differences it's funny to see how you grow up in a headspace because social media is all about like what's in your head i feel like pe- that's what gets people in trouble is they post what's on their mind i the, i was gonna say i try to keep social media 100 <laughs> percent frivolous and like levity based and like no substance sure <laughs> but pictures of toys funny thoughts that i had that are not offensive like i just i i feel like there's so much of that shit everywhere that oh, yeah. I'm like I'm just gonna be sort of quirky and you know infrequent on these and that's except for the Instagram smart people because do. that's that's yeah what the, well I <laughs> it's like I don't mean to be like well duh that's what I I'm what I meant to say was I'm just trying to not add more noise to the cacophony <laughs> like, yeah and I mean what I meant is just like the smart people stay off that sort of uh like they stay out of that area and social media you know yeah, and I I treat Facebook like family dinner. I don't discuss politics or religion. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. I've learned my lesson a few times doing that. So so yeah, and <laughs> so the only caveat to that is that my Instagram is like, look at all the money I spend on dumb crap, which I love. So I'm I'm fine with it. Like, but it is vi- like a glance at it is like, oh, this guy is you know 15 years old and clearly has no responsibilities. <laughs> yeah, man, but. It's yeah. Yeah, so if you if you're so inclined, <laughs> follow me on Instagram at the real Jesse Bailey. I'm currently doing the Funko Photo a Day challenge. That sounded uh, okay. so lame. Anyways, moving what, on. Uh, didn't we have someone else? What were you saying? Uh, our buddy Travis is doing. He's been on the show a couple times. And oh, he's doing I was so like, I yeah, I was gonna say actually, it's funny that you brought that up because I meant to bring it up and then totally forgot about it. <laughs> uh, speaking of local bands, <laughs> um, our buddy the Travis Lab on Instagram is. Um, Oh, wait, maybe that's wrong. I'll have to look that up. Shit. 
Anyways, <laughs> our buddy Travis on Instagram, if you go to my Instagram at the real Jesse Bailey, you'll see him on there. His name has Travis in it somewhere. Um, he has noticed that Magic the Gathering card titles tend to make great metal band names. So <laughs> okay, there's okay. that there's that running joke that our friend uh, Luke, who I know the Twitter handle of is Luke in Fort Collins. Mm-hmm. Um, he came up with this. I mean, it, tens of years ago and oh, it was, it was so uh, long ago. I, I, I took it, it and ran I with think it. it was middle school or maybe high school but yeah. um <laughs> it, it was a uh <clears throat> he heard some weird phrase that sounded like a band name and he went what's up denver we're and then said whatever that was right so you know travis our friend travis is taking magic the gathering names so today it was like or yesterday it was like raiders wake and he was like that sounds like a metal name so what's up denver were raiders wake and i was like you know that band would get booed off the stage in denver because it has the word raiders in it but um yeah definitely oh, is, find him on instagram I, it's Folsom foundry on instagram that's what it is Folsom foundry thank you great <laughs> retraction helix what's up denver we're retraction helix <laughs> And then I commented on that with like the whole first half of his card sounds like their hit singles. Like Oh my god, yeah. Until and end of turn does, and yeah. <laughs> Target Creature. Yeah, I'm seriously like he it's he's struck gold yeah. by way of osmosis of Luke's joke that I stole that I passed to everyone. Pi- like, romantic pilgrim. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's oh, gold, man. Jerry. I used to say that that in Omaha all the time, and like, I I definitely took that and ran with it. So thanks, Luke, for giving us that awesome. Yeah. So follow Folsom Foundry on Instagram and follow at Luke and Fort Collins on Twitter. Yeah. Raiders Wake, Pyromantic Pilgrim, Haste. <laughs> <laughs> this next song is called Human Wizard. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> Oh man, did you see Solo yet? I did not. <laughs> That's okay. I didn't expect. It's not to. on Netflix yet, so I. Uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely didn't expect you to see Solo yet. It's a uh, <coughs> man. <coughs> Podcasting. <laughs> Podcasting. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, Jesus. That's some good weed. <laughs> That's some good weed. But. Solo. So, <clears throat> at first, the first weekend wasn't very uh, lucrative for them. They didn't make a lot of money on the first week. I went and saw it. Lucrative. Open- <laughs> I went and saw it opening weekend. I thought it was good. If um, if you want to know more of what I thought, you can listen to last week's episode, Twist My Solo. Um, it's, it's fine for a Star Wars movie, but apparently there's <laughs> been a lot of hate towards it. <laughs> This is the this is the most staunch defense that you could muster. You were like, "Hey, I'm a diehard Star Wars fan, okay?" And I went and saw this movie, and you know what? It's fine. It's fine, okay? It's good. You just back I mean, off. It's fine. I, I I get the hate, I guess, because there are some things that. And did you listen? Did you listen to anything that I had said last week in that episode? Because there are some things that I definitely had some problems with. I obvious answer is no. Uh, okay. I mean, I, I okay. listened. No, I listened to it. I just, you know what I mean. No, it yeah. Was like, yeah. I, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> I get the hate, but like, I don't know, man. It's still a good Star Wars movie. Go see it. Uh, the The point of this is that Solo is starting to gain some traction and starting to make their money back. So they starting to make a profit. Yeah, they just they 
like I think yesterday or something, they just hit the green. So which is weird for a Star Wars movie. Usually, it's like okay, opening weekend. All right, we are good. Exactly, it, and it's like the opening day, the Thursday night, they make all their money back. Um, but that that kind of brings hope for. I guess this is my segue into the Star Wars segment that I have. It's just a little update. Um, with would would you would you say the hope that it brings is new? Would you say it's a new hope? <laughs> no. Yeah, I guess. Oh, okay. I, sure. But it, it it brings me hope that they're gonna continue this story. Um, with, from Solo, yeah, that oh, it's, okay. that it's gonna be its own little trilogy, because I I think that's kind of what they want to do with it. Um, they left it very open ended to continue the story, and I think they were just kind of waiting to see how much money it made. And I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that the Boba Fett movie that has been confirmed, um, will be like the second part in the solo story. So Boba Fett is so, going to be directed, written and directed by James Mangold, the guy that did Logan. Um, right. He also did, <coughs> um, origins Wolverine, but we don't talk about that. Oh no, no, he did. So do you think it will be, do you think it will be Fett, a solo story, a star Wars story? Wait, Fett solo part two, a star <laughs> Wars story. <laughs> No, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm just I think I really think so. They put a bunch of emphasis on the Crimson Dawn in Solo. It's the like the crime syndicate that spoiler Mm -hmm. alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Okay, so it's the crime syndicate that Darth Maul basically runs. And I'm thinking like if I were to write Star Wars for Disney (laughs) or to finish this story, I would make the second part like a Boba Fett. It'd be it'd be still part of the same area of what they're talking about, the crime syndicate, and in that sort of realm, um, it might have Solo in it for a m- you know like a minute. Maybe they'll see him or he'll make a cameo or something. But then I think the whole story is going to wrap around in a third film. I'm hoping that that they'd wrap it around in a third film called Crimson Dawn, a Star Wars story, and right. then and then they could have like Boba Fett and Solo team up. And you could see why, like, like maybe Solo would betray Boba Fett or something, and then you can see why, like, they so, hate each other and shit. But I mean, that's that's all my kind of like hopes and dreams. And I'm just if if it is true, like, they're still working on an Obi Wan Kenobi movie too, which I don't know how I feel about that. If it, if they were to continue the story, it. If they do an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie, then they're, then they're probably going to finish the story with the Boba Fett movie. It'll just be a two-parter instead of a little trilogy. So this is sort of related, and it's borderline the only knowledge that I have of the whole situation, um, other than the breakdown that I got from you, uh, is I, I saw this. I saw a really funny post on Reddit, and I, don't, I, I feel really bad. I don't remember the username, but um, it was like the... the premise that they pitched for a Boba Fett movie was what if what if the Boba Fett movie is somebody finds his armor and helmet ah, in, next to the Sarlacc doors. pit that and then just like picks it up and puts it on and then the whole movie is a misunderstanding of people who think he's Boba Fett but he's not really yeah <laughs> no 
like he like he gets wrapped into this story because he, he's just wearing the armor and someone's like oh my god <laughs> boba fett i need you and he's like what yeah. and they just pull him aside no i read that yeah. i thought that was a really fun <laughs> freeze frame yeah that's me i don't know how i got pulled yeah. into this whole force <laughs> thing yeah <laughs> Just plays but a little I, piano yeah. music in the background. I thought that was great. Um, so I don't. So my thing is like, if this movie, I mean, because now it's making the profit, right? Which mm-hmm. is like I said, it's weird for a Star Wars movie to take that long, but it is doing it. So um, I noticed on a couple of social media places today that I was seeing them start to push the Star Wars uh, Galaxy's Edge uh, attraction in Disneyland, mm-hmm. and it was it was interesting like i wonder if they waited until the movie started doing better to start promoting that or if maybe i just now saw that start getting promoted but um, well galaxy's edge has been being promoted for like a couple of years now okay it's just well, and they're, they're finally wars, almost done with it well and star wars celebration is coming up soon too yeah i, believe, I think right? that's gonna be that's ne- next year's star wars celebration because they, uh, they do it like every two years i think oh i, th- I thought the one for this year was in chicago I, um, I I don't actually know I, I, anything about it. I'm pretty sure I could it's, be totally wrong. It's next <laughs> year. I'm pretty sure. Well, I might have to look. I never get that's to go probably to those, the case, but, but um, <laughs> I'm yeah. I I would oh, let's see. What, what year is it? It's, it's weird. I guess so. So my question is like, do you think as a Star Wars fan, do you think they're making too many movies that aren't absolutely the story forward? Absolutely. Okay. I that's I think I they're I think they're oversaturating it like a lot. It's getting to the point, like as a collector, I can't. There's, I can't keep up with shit. Um, oh yeah. As, as like, an avid reader of like comics and the stories, it's it's hard to keep up with. Um, but like, and especially now, saying that now, like, in Solo, there were a lot of references to the comics and um, the cartoons and and just a bunch of other media from Star Wars that. If you didn't necessarily read that or watch those cartoon episodes, and you wouldn't really know what's going on, so it is getting to the point. I think that we're gonna get a little bit of Star Wars fatigue, which is really funny to yep. me because Marvel. There's no fatigue for Marvel yet, but it's just because they keep banging out these amazing movies. Well, and every okay, so they my have point an amazing is that every Marvel that, movie. Well, not only that, but they're all happening. They're all what's happening next. It's like even the part that's telling one giant story, you know, the Avengers threads in all the movies, it's not, you know, okay, now let's go back, you know, five years and figure out what was going on then. Okay, now let's let's re-examine Tony Stark's origins. Like, let's just check that out. Like, there is none of that. It's always, okay, this is the next chapter in a giant story. Yeah, and it's it's built like a book. Um, And even I think Kevin Feige was saying that basically Avengers 4 is the end of the first Avengers book so to speak and so that starts with Iron Man and every single movie from Iron Man up to Avengers 4 is part of that Man. first story and I so saw they're starting today. a new book with with um whatever movie comes out after Avengers 4 right well, so I, I saw a link on YouTube today that was every Marvel trailer from 2008 to 2018. Oh, my God. So I, st- I started watching it. It was really enjoyable, but it's 40 minutes long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I think I did the same thing one time. I was like, oh, yeah, this looks great. And then 20 minutes into I it. I got like, halfway through and had to go to work. <laughs> yeah. <I mean. laughs> Can't do it. But they're great. I mean, and that's the thing about Marvel is they have this amazing <clears throat> over overarching story 
that keeps people so interested in what's going to happen next, even if it's just a one shot, even if it's just that like after credit scene yep. that I, I mean, I remember being so pissed off at Guardians of the Galaxy for doing a Howard the Duck scene because I just wanted to know <laughs> more of what was going to happen in the universe. And that's such a comic book thing to do, though, have something on the very last page that right. makes you buy the next issue. That's right. why they do that. Right. And it's they're doing a great job. And that's that's why there isn't a Marvel fatigue yet. I mean, and then you have Avengers three or Infinity War that just comes out and blows everybody away. It's, you know, the best movie of the decade, I would say, by far. Um, as far as, an, you know, an action comic book story goes, it's if they keep banging out those good movies, I mean, Star Wars is just going to get pushed back farther and farther into people's minds, you know? Which is fine, because Disney owns them both, so, like, whatever. Yeah, they don't give a shit. Take your money somewhere else. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I do think it's getting a little oversaturated. I would be okay if... Ugh, and it's not even going to stop. It's not even going to stop. There's so many things. I have my notes up right here. And there's... Let's see. We have... Uh, Fett, well, episode nine that comes out 2019. Fett's going to come out 2020. And then you got um, the live action series that's going to come out on the Disney streaming service sometime next year. You got Star Wars Resistance, the new cartoon that's going to come out later this year. And then you have the the whole new trilogy that Ryan Johnson is making and the other set of movies that fucking John Favreau's making, or the dudes from Game of Thrones. Like, there's so much Star Wars coming out in the next four or five years. So, do years you think that it's it's? I don't do know. Do you think man. there's any chance that the anger with Ryan Johnson will like somehow affect his future in the Star Wars universe, or do you think no. that it's actually just a vocal minority that's upset and most people are fine? I think most people are fine. I, mean, I hope so. Most people that I've talked to liked the movie, enjoyed it, enjoyed the story, and were genuinely surprised at the direction they took. And I think that's what Disney is looking for, is a new take. And Ryan Johnson did it in a, in a really good way, I think. So, I agree. <laughs> he's also going to be... He's not just... He's over overseeing the that whole trilogy that he's doing. He's not going to direct all three movies. He's directing the first one, but he's going to make sure that the story is you know melds together instead yeah. of instead of doing this. You know, J.J. Abrams is going to direct the first one without any knowledge of what's going to happen in the next movie. And uh, Ryan Johnson, up, that's is how J.J. Abrams does everything. No, I know, but but it's <laughs> it was weird that Disney let him do that. With yeah. this kind of franchise, because you would think that he's they al- would it's also proven that it works. He can generate dollars. Yeah, he can. But the next person that has to take over. Well, fuck that person. That's not him. <laughs> he doesn't have to worry about that. <laughs> we're we're going to see how good he is at finishing off a story, though, for sure. I'm, I'd be interested. I've I'm, never seen him do it I'm before. I'm really excited <laughs> to see it because, yeah, he he did the first two Star Trek movies and then let Simon Pegg finish the last one. So. Actually, I don't think he even did the second one. I think. Uh, Justin Lin did the second. No, one? Justin Lin did the third one. It was Justin. Simon Pegg wrote the third one. Yep. Justin Lin directed, directed it. it. There yep. we go. Um, but no, I, it's going to be really interesting to see him close it out. So, because he did, he did the same thing with Cloverfield, didn't he? He started that, and then I, 
I saw the commercial during the Super Bowl, and I cared for the entire length of that commercial, and then after well, that, I totally forgot that it existed. He didn't do that last movie. What I'm saying is he he directed the first movie and then just added these other stories to it and made it part of the Cloverfield universe. Like, uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane was never even supposed to be a part of that universe. It was like JJ came in, you know, at some point when they were filming or something, and... Uh, had said hey do you want to make this part of Cloverfield and the director was like sure why not you know you guys are producing the movie and whatever <laughs> and so they added I don't care so they I have no vision yeah they added like a scene at the end of the movie where you see the aliens and shit like it's, it right. was just like, like thrown in there oh also Cloverfield okay yeah and Cloverfield Paradox was a little bit of the same thing it, that was more of a, a prequel story I think kind of showing how everything happened that's what I meant. I saw the preview for but, that yeah. the show, and did, and then at the end of it, I forgot about it. Yeah, it was it was <laughs> fine. I've actually, I was watching some video on YouTube how they were just talking mad shit about that movie, saying that it's one of the worst movies of not only this year but like the last five years. Nice. And I don't know, man. I I enjoyed it. It was fine. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's my word for things tonight. Apparently, it was fine. So. Is that your is that your whole piece on yeah, Star Wars? Should we is, talk about my day in Denver? Say, that was about that's about all I had. I, it's it, in conclusion, I think people are going to get over Star Wars really soon, and they're going to start losing money, and things are going to start getting canceled. And I am okay with that. <laughs> I like the mystery. In theory, it should make them make better Star Wars in the future. Yeah, hopefully they take like a ten year break or something, so that I can be forty five and. And be like, you know, back in my day, <laughs> there was only nine movies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or twelve, or maybe fourteen. But I don't know who's counting. Um, but yeah, that's that's about it. That's about it for me. What uh, I had a couple questions I I wanted to ask you. Where's my notes? So they are. Um, oh yeah, so day out in Denver. Did you want this to be part of your quick twist? Should I just start the quick twist bumper right now? Yeah, do it. Quick twist. Quick, 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 quick twist. Quick twist is a nitpick shit fit on a topic we can cover quick. One topic per host, be it praise or roast. Send any topic suggestions to our Facebook page. And now for this week's quick twist. Yes, that's right. It is that part of the show where we talk about things that we have done watched listened to i don't know anything it's our quick twist <laughs> of the week uh, and we're gonna well, start with jesse sort of cheating yeah <laughs> i'm cheating on this because my one thing is like a giant day-long trip to denver so oh, that's okay. um but it, it so the first part of the story is that we were going to the baseball game obviously for my girlfriend's birthday so we both had, let's see, this was the day after Memorial Day. So we had Memorial Day off. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was her birthday, she also took off last, you know, the Thursday before and the Friday before Dang. and the Wednesday after. So she <laughs> didn't go. She had a two day work week when she got back to work. That she was went hard. Cool. Yeah. She birthdayed it up. <laughs> so um, I took the one extra day. I went on Tuesday to the game and, and into Denver. Which again is I, I normally don't enjoy myself in a big city. It's just something about who I am. I don't know why, but um, anyway, do, do you have we some took sort of like social anxiety in a big city or something? Do no, you get, like, I, nervous. I, 
it's not social. It's I think what it is is not having my bearings, like not being able to go. Okay, this is my exact location. I know how to get anywhere that I need so to go from un- here. You're like, just uncomfortable then. It's basically. it's yeah. It's a familiarity thing, probably. Like yeah. it's difficult for me to get familiar with large surroundings because to me they all look the same. But <laughs> I'm sure it's a thing I can learn to work on. But um, we <laughs> figured we had here. all day. Yeah. <laughs> We uh we figured that we had all day, so we took uh, 287 at a nice leisurely pace. Uh, traffic was actually not that bad. It was the day after Memorial Day, so most people were back at work or in the drunk tank still. Well, yeah, but they weren't on the road, so yeah, yeah um, it's perfect. It was, <laughs> it was like uh, it was maybe like 80 at the start of the day, and there was cloud cover. It was really nice the whole time. There was a nice breeze, um, so we took 287 into Denver, um, because. A store that I really, really love to visit called Appleseed Collectibles is on Wadsworth. Um, and, you know, Wadsworth is basically 287, so I, it's, it's one turn from my house to get to the toy store. It just happens <laughs> to be 50 miles away. Yeah. Um, yeah. So <laughs> that's, that's um, uh, 287 is federal for people that don't know that that one. Right. Fun fact so about 287, let me, into... just, let me just deter a little bit, but 287 is the only highway in America that drives through a graveyard, which is in And that's Loveland. actually up here in Loveland, yep. so... Yep. Sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, and then it becomes uh, Wadsworth in Arvada, yep. I guess. Yeah, it's so, like turns um, or it's weird. Yeah, there's like one weird... It's not even a turn, it's just a not... It's like a fork. straight. It, Anyways, it splits. <laughs> it, it's, yeah, but if you stay in the middle lane and don't turn, you do curve, but it's, yeah, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's on Wadsworth, which is essentially 287, and um, they're they're an excellent, excellent toy store. It's called uh, Appleseed Collectibles. The front of the building just says toys on it, so that's sort of misleading, <laughs> but you can giveaway. find them on no, social media. Yeah, you can find them on Facebook amazing. and things like that, um, but they... They're an excellent store. I, I've talked about them before. They have old toys. They have retro toys. They have new toys. I mean, anything you can think of, you know, and it's it's all still in the box or it's discounted or, you know, it's its condition is stated clearly. Like, it's a very good toy store. I recommend you go there. And the reason pretty, that we go there. It's reasonably priced, isn't it, for the most oh part? Oh, my God. So reasonably priced. Um, that's the number one reason we go there. Um, sure. The prices and the customer service are bar none super super high end um we so as you know well if you've listened to the show before you know that i have a pop funko addiction funko pop addiction um (laughs) that i share with my girlfriend it's a problem we both have um it's actually getting quite amazing it's been fun to watch your collection grow over the uh, years we're it's it so it grew really slowly for like the first five-ish years and then over the last year or two we've gotten a little bit more aggressive with buying them <laughs> a but little bit more what do you, t- you have like I, I mean it's a wall of them now <laughs> sometimes you know we go out and get 10 on a weekend sometimes <laughs> usually we get you know three or four or maybe five in a week but it's usually not even every week honestly it's usually not every week yeah, um we okay. are, we i have a better job now so i'm making a little more money and you know how things go with that oh, so yeah. um anyways our collection is growing it's at like 200 and something i can't i can't remember the actual number but i can i will check at the end of this um (laughs) but it's so uh, appleseed collectibles is where we like to buy a lot of our really difficult to find funko pop vinyls because they have so many difficult to find figures it's like a mecca for us like we drive down there and it's like 
I mean, it it is a toy store, but it's you feel like you're going into a toy store every time. It's like and hard to not spend money. I'm sure. It's uh, impossible. It's yeah. actually impossible not to spend right. money there. Every so, time I go to a toy store, um, I'm like, okay, I got What I'm doing bucks. right now <laughs> is I am opening my uh, checklist app that has my whole collection listed in it so that I can give you a rundown of the stuff that I have picked up since the last time I was on the podcast. Oh, okay. So the total collection comes to 202 pieces. And yeah. let's see. Recently added. Okay. So... Uh, this is, let's see, let me think. All right, so I believe I told you that I got, oh man, okay. I don't remember what I told you guys that I got, but okay, I know I told you I got Osiris. So we got Danny and Sandy from Greece, right? Um, we got Crota from Destiny. I'm almost done with the Destiny line. Uh, we got Bob from Stranger Things in his vampire costume. I got Tommy from Tommy Boy in the ripped coat. It's uh, oh, exclusive oh, to amazing. Target. That's amazing. <laughs> um, we got the glow-in-the-dark Black Panther that also came with a pop T-shirt. Hmm. We got the Chase version of Heifer from Rocco's Modern Life. He's got the <laughs> Halloween costume on with the jack-o'-lantern paint on his stomach. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so Chase is like limited edition, so that's pretty cool. We obviously also got Rocco and Spunky. Uh, the Ed Sheeran pop vinyl pre-order came in. He is adorable. Uh, he has a place of honor up on her shelf in a protector that's just, you know, just him up there. As well he should. <laughs> um, we got classic Batman, um, who kind of looks, he looks a lot like animated series Batman, but he's closer to comic Batman. Uh, we got the beast, the giant dog from the Sandlot that eats the baseball that the kids oh, are playing with. Okay, we got nice. that. He's got a baseball in his mouth. Does it have Babe um, Ruth on the baseball? Does I got Invader Zim and his little robot Gurr riding on a pig. <laughs> Let's awesome. see. Hey, does, okay. uh, does Rapid the dog... fire. I got Furiosa missing the arm, Flounder, Powerline from a Goofy movie, Upside Down Steve from Stranger Things, Billy oh, from Stranger Things, right. Tiffany, The Bride of Chucky, Deadpool with the Chimichanga, Jesus. Quail Man and Quail Dog, Eleven Elevated from Stranger Things with the Bloody Nose, Scarlet Witch, Heimlich, Flick, and Princess Ada from A Bug's Life, Dancing Cinderella, Dancing Snow White. Uh, Beast from Beauty and the Beast. Okay, now here's some really important ones. I know that sounds like a lot, but it's been a long time since I updated you guys. It's been like three or four weeks. Um, So the really important ones here, we got Buddy the Elf with a jack-o'-lantern. He is super cute. He's the Chase Edition. He is limited edition. Very cool. Um, A personal grail of mine, something that I've been searching for and figured I might never own, is the Dragonzord 6-inch pop vinyl. This is the original Ooh. Dragon Zord from the Power Rangers Green Ranger, and he is beautiful. Um, trending right now, he's worth about fifty, you know, forty to fifty dollars online at Appleseed. I think I paid thirty-eight. So I mean, they're clearly using you know ballpark pricing on that, but I'm still getting a good price, and I don't feel ripped off. And I I've never seen that pop in a store anywhere. So to see it just sitting there was like. Oh, okay, well, I have to buy this. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Um, and one other one really quickly that I had to buy. Uh, if you know me, if you know Luke or Josh, any of us, you know that we really, really like Mystery Science Theater 3000, <laughs> and it was part of our childhood growing up. Yes. And it sort of formed a lot of our personalities and you know the way that we joke about things and how we watch movies, even, you know, things like that. Oh, my God. And <laughs> I, for the first time ever, I found Tom Servo, and he was... <laughs> in the store in front of me and it was meant to be and I 
bought the hell out of it. And Tom Servo so, is the gumball machine, correct? Yes, the little red gumball machine with uh, slinky arms and a vacuum yeah. <laughs> uh, foot, I and guess. A, he's and a beak. <laughs> yeah, he's, I mean, if you haven't I seen Mystery Science Theater 3000, go look it up and watch it right now. Man, if there's you a have, new season on cool Netflix. And we can be friends. Yes, it has been revived. It's, and it is, it I is haven't not seen any bad. of the new stuff. I, I've heard it's really good. I actually haven't seen any of the new yeah. stuff. I've been watching my way through the old stuff. So yeah. um, watch Mystery Science it. Theater 3000 if you can. Um, and then, you know, just for the sake of completion, uh, we did also pick up another Stan Lee from the Guardians of the Galaxy. We got Rick and Morty, the alien versions. We got Yakko and Wacko. We're still looking for Dot. And <laughs> to cap this all off and to make you super proud of me, I got a BB-8 pop the other day. Um, oh, he was adorable. $6 on clearance at a store that's closing. So I was like, okay, I'll six spend $6 on BB-8. <laughs> does he have, uh, yeah. let's see, which one got, does, he, does he have the little thing sticking out of his front? I think it's he's like doing a, the, like uh, he's got claw. his arm out. It's not the thumbs up, it's just an arm. Yeah, yeah. But the thumbs up version that's is worth uh, more money, obviously. That's I have the one with just his arm sticking out. So we, got, we have the same BB-8. That's adorable. There you go. That's cool. Um, the one thing does does a uh, beast have when he's got the ball in his mouth? Does the ball have the Babe Ruth signature on it? Um, I let me let me check. Give me a second. I don't think it does. That would just be um, such a cool detail. <laughs> I don't think it does. Give me two seconds on that. <laughs> go ahead and talk to Phil. I don't, this I don't mean to like. Away. I don't mean to like. You know, hey, uh, just just go see this one little scribble. That's all I want. I just think. Funko does such a good job with their details on all of their toys that it'd be interesting to see if they did have the signature on there. So that's a good point. Um, but no, it does not have a signature on okay. there. Maybe I'll maybe I'll add one. There you <laughs> go. There you go. Yeah, I, I love. Yeah, so from from what I have, a on lot there. of Funkos pop vinyls all at one time. Um, so the other really cool thing about that store, um, I don't know if this was a one-time thing or you know because it was. Uh, Tuesday or the day after Memorial Day or what the deal was but we bought uh, because we got five items or more we got 20% off so Uh, my girlfriend immediately turned around and picked two more items off the shelf so it was I mean it was a very very lucrative trip for us to Appleseed Collectibles and I love that store I will be going back to get a lot of my money Um, I think next time next time you go there let me know because we should go there and do like a live just kind of a, a tour of the place yeah, I, I think, well, and so I, like I was going to say, would if like you to see it at least, well, if, if you if you go on their Facebook, um, just search Facebook for Appleseed Collectibles. It'll be sure. there on Wadsworth. Um, there are a lot of tour videos where they walk around oh, the store okay. and show you all the stuff they have in stock. They make videos when they get new stuff in stock, so you always okay. know that they have stuff in stock. If you want them to hold something for you, you just call them and ask them to, and they will. It's it's amazing customer service. It's wonderful. That's really I can't cool. talk about it enough. Um, we really, really like it. So I bet you could just Facebook message them to hold something too. They probably would. Oh yeah, guaranteed. Um, I've se- I've seen it. You can see it on their wall. That's it, cool. It happens. So um, definitely check them out. Appleseed Collectibles in in Arvada. Um, there's also another place in Arvada that I was really surprised to find out that it existed. I I had been told about this by my mother, and we we were down there, so we figured ah we'll see how close it is to here to Appleseed, and it was like basically around the corner. Um, it's called the Cereal Box, and they serve oh. every single kind of cereal you can imagine. And I know that sounds like, oh, okay, cool. I can imagine like 50 different kinds of cereal. If you can imagine 50 different kinds, they sell 200 different kinds. There are Mm -hmm. so 
many kinds of cereal in this store. I'm not joking. Like cereal that, you know, you've never seen before from other countries, you know, one-off promotional cereals from the 60s and things like that. I mean, obviously it's not from the 60s, but you know what I mean. No, yeah. Um, there's Well, there's so we, many different kinds of cereals for everything. I mean, they had, every cartoon had its own cereal back in the oh, day. Oh, yeah. So we, um, they, <laughs> happy accident, they also sell pop vinyls. So that's where we found <laughs> uh, Yakko and Wacko. And um, again, we're still looking for Dot, but uh, we we also decided, you know, okay, let's pick out one of these crazy cereals that they have and buy it so that we have a reminder, you know. So we got a box of Reptar cereal from the Rugrats and it's sitting in my pantry right now. We have a box of Reptar cereal. So that's like super awesome. Um, The cereal that I got, they have like cereal cocktails, right? So you order from a menu and it's like three or four different kinds of cereal mixed together. Mm. The one that I got is called Funky Monkey. So it's a bunch of almond and banana flavored cereal. And then they give you almond banana chocolate milk to pour (laughs) over it. Oh with whipped cream and fresh bananas cut into it. It's like it's like if Cold Stone was serving cereal instead of ice cream, basically. This place does look and pretty cool, man. It's, uh, it's so cool. <laughs> the Cereal Box Incorporated, it, seems, it looks like they have other stores around the country, too. Oh, very cool. Yeah, so just go check out Cereal Box online and see if you can find one in your area. But yeah. if you're in Denver, check it out. It's very cool. Yeah, like, I, yeah man. I was like seeing those old boxes of random ass cereals that oh the nostalgia factor is maxed out <laughs> overload. I'm just kind of scrolling through these pictures; they're all pretty cool. Yeah, Super yeah. So Mario you know, cereal, take a selfie in Jeepers. front of the logo. Yeah, yeah. I took a picture of the Spock cereal that they have. Like, there's so much cool stuff there. Like, it just just check out. Well, they have a the bunch of cool box. little toys there too. Yeah, cereal yeah. box Inc. on Facebook is what it is. Cereal box yeah, definitely INC. check them out. So. They're really close to Appleseed, so if you're having like a, you know, I need to be 14 or mm. even younger type day, just go to both of those places and it, it'll you'll totally get your fix. It's huh. it's definitely recommended. It's, it's right on Old Wadsworth Boulevard, so people that know of Old Wadsworth know that it's like a what a five block fucking street. So oh my gosh, okay. Here's a piece of information I didn't know I knew. Um, also on Old Old Wadsworth Boulevard is a place called The Schoolhouse that you should definitely check out. It's a bar and grill. They have excellent food and excellent beer, and it's an old schoolhouse. And if you go eat in the cafeteria, it it smells and feels like a cafeteria. It's huh. awesome. You should definitely check it out. That's pretty cool. There's also There was a restaurant down there. I can't remember what it was called, but there's a restaurant down on in Arvada that was on Kitchen Nightmares. <laughs> Oh yeah, it was like a. I think it was a two-part episode too, because it was so bad. So here's the manliest thing I'll say. I'll podcast. I'm pretty sure there was also a baker that won either Cake Wars or Cupcake Wars, and they were in Denver, possibly Arvada. So look around for that too. Uh, uh isn't it? Is it mm, cakes? Cakes by somebody. See, there you go. That's, That's definitely is. their name. I I remember what it, I just can't remember the, I can't remember the cakes name, by a guy uh, it's cakes some by guys cakes uh, <laughs> back anyways <off. laughs> yeah so uh, after that 
we we made our way to the ballpark. We got there about an hour and a half to two hours early so that we could watch batting practice. That was really cool. Um, we you know met a lot of Giants fans. That was really cool. Um, Giants fans seem to travel pretty well. There's also a lot of Californians in Colorado, so that could be part of it. I was gonna say um, not only Giants fans, but LA fans and San Diego fans. Oh yeah, and like All con- Oakland fans everywhere. Yeah, St. Louis so, fans. Ugh. There's yeah, it's a great melting pot we have here in Colorado. So yeah, I wouldn't say um, great, but it's fine. The <laughs> the game itself was not great because the Giants lost, but I mean, beyond that, we were at the ballpark. We had a great time. You can, you can't go to the ballpark and not have a great time, even if your team doesn't win. So I did, you know, I did watch that whole game, and I usually watch those games. The Giants and Rockies games are so much more fun for me, just out of spite for you guys oh yeah it's always <laughs> good to have a rivalry so it's, it's like travis is technically a raiders fan he doesn't talk about it much anymore which i understand but like that's fine i mean if he needed if he needed an excuse to stop now's the time because they're moving but it's like he, he doesn't talk about it so anytime that the raiders lose to anyone yeah i'll just shoot him a text like hey man did hey, you just, watch that game today see that <laughs> It's a pretty good game. Just a- I'm just asking. I they just were close. Know. They were close. Just a few I mean, goal they're away. the Raiders, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, excellent, excellent, beautiful day in Denver. Which again, I don't, ex- I didn't expect myself to say, but <laughs> it was a great time. We, you know, the weather was great. We walked around town at a leisurely pace. We drove down there at a leisurely pace. We hung out. We had a great parking spot. Excellent beer and food at the ballpark. I mean, it was it was an excellent time, and she had a great birthday. So I I mean I can't begrudge Denver. I had Good. a great day in Denver. So Good. that's my quick twist. I really enjoyed Denver this week uh, last weekend. So congratulations, <laughs> the city of Denver. I didn't hate you. <laughs> you know, it is nice on those days after holidays when everyone is like dead or yeah, just kind of not buddy. not out because you you get kind of the sense of like how Denver should be you know because like when I first yeah, moved it was here chill. when I first moved here from Loveland like well 10 years ago now 11 years ago it was pretty cool it was calm like obviously it was still busy like a city but it wasn't overly crowded you know I could go to a bar and get a drink and not have to sit there and wait for 20 minutes or you know at restaurants you know, it, people cared a little bit more and it is nice when you do get to see that actual side, um, that that just kind of calm Denver side, you know. I was glad, but yeah. I was I was honestly surprised and glad. I but am, yeah, so. I'm glad for you. <laughs> <laughs> Gives me hope that maybe someday you'll move to Denver or closer to Denver. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you should keep that hope for sure. Um, <laughs> But so, what's your quick twist this week? I have a couple. It's all basically just uh, shows. I don't have a lot of time. Kind of, you know, you, you know how it is. I don't have a lot of time oh, to yeah. play new games or really go out. I guess so. I, I've been watching a couple new movies and a couple new uh, seasons of shows and stuff. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about is a movie called mom and dad <laughs> it's a very funny title it's a it's a horror comedy movie um it stars nicholas cage and selma blair nicholas cage being Netflix, one of hulu it's Amazon. on it's on hulu gotcha it's uh it came out this year 2018 it, it really it came out 
in theaters on, on limited screens and exactly one month later it came out on DVD so <laughs> it, was, it wasn't like the most popular movie by any means it doesn't um, mean it was bad no it was it was written and directed by Brian Taylor who did okay he did some shit but he did some good stuff so he did Tropic Thunder which I fucking love that movie and he did Crank 2 um, he was a writer which for no Crank one two. loved yeah but he I mean he did uh, he did Gamer if you ever Which saw that four one. people loved and several people thought was all right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it wasn't, you know, the best, but, like, he, he's done... I really s- liked Michael C. Hall in Gamer. Yeah. Like, oh, hi. <laughs> he did do that... He did that Jonah Hex movie, which would have been good if he did If it had never been made. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last one that I wanted to mention was Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance. <laughs> he did that one as well, so... He does have his fair share of shit movies, and mm-hmm. he has his fair share of dealing with Nicolas Cage. Um, but Mom and Dad is his second highest rated Rotten Tomatoes movie, just under Tropic Thunder at 74%. Wow. And it's... Dude, okay. It's so hard to explain without giving anything away. So there might be a few spoilers right here. Um, sp- spoilers, I guess, if you... Whatever. But basically... This movie is about parents that kill their kids. <laughs> That's it. That's There you go. It sounds darkly comically hilarious. <laughs> and and yeah, like there's no real rhyme or reason for it. It's like there's just something that triggers these parents that like and it's it's parents all over the world. It's like the second they see their kids, they just go into this crazy rage and try to kill them in any possible way that they can. And you get to see some of those gruesome deaths, which is Weird <laughs> and interesting. Just a whole movie of that, but, like. Well, and it's you know it's obviously about a couple kids that are like running away from their parents. Oh, and, okay, gotcha. And like, I don't know. There's the trailer. Okay, I can talk about what's in the trailer because it's in the trailer. So whatever. But like the very beginning of the of the trailer, uh, they're talking at the dinner table, and the kids are just typical like you know fifteen, sixteen year old kids that always on their cell phones and just real assholes and stuff and you can tell the parents are just starting to get a little twitchy and like I don't know they hit a basically the girl asks uh, she can go to a movie and the parents are like no your grandparents are coming over for dinner tonight and so that's the only time that's ever mentioned and this is also in the trailer and at the very last part of the trailer you know the parents are trying to kill their kids and there's a doorbell doorbell rings and they're like oh shit your parents were coming over for dinner. And so the question that the trailer leaves you is it is is it all parents that kill their right. kids? Are the grandparents going to try and or, kill the parents and yeah, the parents yeah. That is what got is me gonna be into like it. The like, enemy of my parents is my <laughs> grandchildren. Yeah. I don't, and that's yeah. that's totally what got me into it because I was like fuck I, I really want to know if if Nicolas Cage is going to get killed by his own parents cuz that would be awesome. I'm not going to give that any spoilers <laughs> of that away because it is, it is a very interesting. It's a short movie. It's only 80 minutes long. So it's, you know, if you're bored for an hour and a half and you're just looking for something quick to watch, it's <laughs> definitely worth the watch. Turn it on and let this movie happen to you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Nicolas Cage is so, he's just, he's at his best crazy ass Nicolas Cage. And, yeah, and, that's subjective. And I love it. 
<laughs> but I'm interested. Yeah, I love it. That's funny. It's it's him, you know, just being crazy, screaming, beating shit up. It's. I definitely recommend checking it out. Um, that's my first quick twist. My other one, I just finished it this morning. I started it last night and finished it this morning. It was Archer season eight. <laughs> I'm way behind on Archer. Um, I won't so far th- behind on Archer, it's, it's not even funny. It's yeah, it's Archer. It's called Dreamland. Is the name of the season. It's fine. <laughs> Look, it's fine. Okay, <laughs> that's. I mean, diehard Archer fan. It's fine. I totally yeah, fine. I've, I have watched <laughs> all of the seasons multiple times, and this one just what it just. I don't know. It wasn't as fine. impressive. Yeah, it was it was fine. <laughs> I'm hoping the next one is going to be better. <laughs> yeah. This whole of, episode of the podcast is fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> the name of this podcast, the name of this episode is going to be Twist My It's Fine. It's <laughs> 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 exactly what it is. Um, but no, it's again, if if you like Archer and you're caught up with it, uh, I, I can't really spoil too much because the end of season seven directly leads into the beginning of season eight. So if you're into Archer and you haven't seen Dreamland yet, it is worth the watch. It's only eight episodes and you know they're And is Archer on Hulu or Netflix? It's on Hulu. Yeah. Okay. Definitely yeah, yeah. get Hulu I if you don't have it. That. Yeah. I, I, I just switched over to Hulu actually. Um, we like from, to use both as a compliment to each other. Well, I switch uh, Netflix and Hulu. I didn't mean to imply that everyone should know what both meant. Oh yeah, and see, I was just gonna <laughs> say like I have a Netflix that I share with a friend of mine, and then um, I switch between Hulu and HBO. Gotcha. Depending on what's going on, you know, like I just I I want to get HBO back because of Westworld. I really love that show, and it's in the middle of the season right now, and I've watched like four episodes, so I'm kind of jonesing. But whatever. Hulu has been amazing so far. I guess I could do a quick twist on Hulu. I'm not going to, but if you have Hulu, <laughs> then you know that there's some good shit on there right now, including most, well, a lot of the uh, DC animated cartoon movies. Um, well, and a lot of the old so Nickelodeon cartoons are on there. They've got Rugrats. Most of got, them are on there. Uh, hey Arnold. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of good stuff on there. There's Hulu. Who's Doug getting getting me i'm getting into hulu a little bit they also have cloak and dagger coming out and they have the the runaways is on that um, now cloak and dagger will be on freeform i thought is it on fox i think it's on freeform what is freeform i think <laughs> it's a channel i don't okay. know i'm okay. pretty sure that that's where it is though because i kept going what is that okay <laughs> i i just assumed that it was on hulu because i keep seeing it on Hulu. It could be because Hulu does a lot of that simulcasting stuff. Like, sure. yes, this is on a streaming service, but here's the next episode. I guess I could just look it up really quick. I mean, I don't it's care fine. that much. <laughs> it's fine. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to really look it up. It's not yeah, coming deal. soon. Get your Twist My Arm It's Fine t-shirts <laughs> at facebook.com slash podcast. <laughs> it's Vid- fine. If anyone wants to help us make those. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That would be fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. So, Cloak and Dagger, Cloak and Dagger. Where's it? St- where's it coming out on? It's not saying. It's not telling me. Fucking stupid. Huh. 
But if there's advertisements for it on Hulu, I'm sure it will be on Hulu either a day later or maybe a week later or something. Yeah, so. it looks interesting. Cloak and Dagger, and then the Runaways. Um, Legion is on there. If you if you haven't watched Legion yet, Legion is a really fun show on FX. A lot of comic book stuff on Hulu for sure. I think they're kind of taking the cake with that. But I also, I believe that if Hulu or if Fox gets bought by Disney, then Disney will own part of Hulu in that deal. Well, and I'm under the impression that Hulu is sort of owned by several television companies anyway or something like that. So, I am I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. I haven't really looked into it, I guess. I don't really... I just watch the shit. So, anyway, well, Archer I mean, season in, eight. In reality, <laughs> there's like three companies that own all of TV, and it doesn't matter oh, yeah, if it's, it's true. if it's you know on Hulu or Netflix or whatever. There's one company owns half of each. I'm sure. It's like, true. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. It's conspiracy not fair, episode. But it's fine. Conspiracy like episode everything. coming up. It's not even a conspiracy. That's a demonstrable <laughs> truth it's, about it's fact. Media. It's a fact of <laughs> like, life. It's just true. Um, but yeah, Archer season eight, Dreamland, it's fine. Check it out, whatever. Um, the I guess I have. Let's see, I have like two more things to talk about here. So we got. Uh, I want to have two more things to talk about, and then one thing to ask you at the end of the show. So my next bit of I guess news slash quick twist is I just read that a new Joker movie starring Jared Leto has been confirmed. Ugh. I like Jared Leto a lot, and that character is great, but his version of it just does not compel me to look at it. I'm sorry. No, it's <laughs> fine. I, I was wondering how how you kind of felt about that. Cause I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm beyond surprised. I mean, I was under the impression Justice League did pretty poorly for a superhero movie, so I, I don't know. Well, not only did Justice League do poorly, but Suicide Squad did pretty poorly, too. Actually, Suicide Squad won an Oscar. I don't know if you remember that. But, for um, fucking hair and makeup. <laughs> Still, you have to say the Oscar-winning movie Suicide Squad. Ah, that's such bullshit. <laughs> hey, I'm a Star Trek fan. Star Trek was up. Trust me. I agree. It's bullshit. But um, Suicide it, Squad was th- fine. It wasn't even like that good. No, it wasn't. It was <laughs> not fine. My, no, my point it, is that. I was under the impression that things in DC land were not fine, so I'm surprised that they're just going to be like, hey, yeah, it's fine, let's make this movie. But but what I really, I mean, what else are they going to do? Just give up, you know? Like, they can't just give up. Now they're committed. It's like, you guys started making superhero movies, you better not stop. Like, Yeah, but they could just pull a Spider-Man and just reboot it. I, know, I wouldn't be surprised if why they did not? that. But I just... I, there's nothing to reboot at this point. It's they've all been played by so many different people. Uh, wasn't this guy like the first person to play Superman twice in like 20 years? <laughs> like, well, since Christopher who? Reeves, yeah. No, but that's what I mean. Like after him, nobody did it twice in a row until this guy. I think it's I, true. I, I'm not 100 percent on that. Brandon Routh only. My did point it that is, once. like, if they rebooted it, nobody would be like, "Where's Henry Cavill?" Like, yeah, they, literally, no one would say that, and. But they'd be like, well, was it Affleck or Bale? Like, wh- wh- where are we on that reboot? I just, I, I so don't care because they did not take the time. They didn't set anything up. They were just like, universe, here you go. Yeah, I mean, do you think they could reboot it in a sense where they use like a a Crisis on Two Earths storyline or like it the seems Infinite it, Earth storyline? So if I had to guess, I would say 
and again, I haven't seen Justice League. So if I had to guess, I would say... You haven't seen Justice League yet? No. I I begrudgingly (laughs) watched it, for sure. I I can't even watch it that way. Um, I'm going (laughs) to probably just read the wiki about it. It was so bad. The the point is, though, it seems like the stuff that they teased in Batman vs. Superman, which I did begrudgingly see, (laughs) and, you know, things like that, stuff I saw in the trailers for Justice League. Oh, so did I. But I didn't like it. But... um, the stuff that they were setting up already seemed to be like they were going toward that sort of universe changing thing. So like, it was like, we already know this sucks. So we're just going to reboot it. The the first story we tell will be us unsuckifying our characters. <laughs> and then we'll give you an actual like amount of effort. I mean, if it ends up giving me live action Batman beyond that doesn't suck, I'd be all cool. I'll be cool with that. But I, I doubt that's going to happen. I, I have no faith no right now. No faith. I think that if they're going to do anything live action, they just need to stick to their television series. They should I mean, just it seems to be where their their bread is buttered. So uh, for real, I mean, I haven't really I don't know watched why. I still I still have no interest in any of their shows and I'm sure I should be watching <laughs> Arrow and all that other shit, but I just I I can't. I don't care. Arrow's <laughs> Arrow's fine. <laughs> I and this is not like I'm not like a Marvel fanboy. Like no, I, Green I, Lantern was one of my favorite heroes, and they they screwed me <laughs> so hard on that. So it's just like I'm I've no faith. Arrow and Flash are really good shows for what they are. You know, like I really liked Smallville, and it was a, Smallville was a cheesy fucking sick. You know, like. TV series that, that was trying to be superhero esque. It was they did a good job, but it was nothing like it is now. Like like Arrow and Flash have they have money into it, so and they have different directors that come in and do these these amazing episodes, you know. And they've taken their time with these stories and built a universe on on television, which is arguably easier to do and. A it is place to do it. It is it's a different. It's a better format for it because they have you know twenty two, twenty four episode seasons where they can actually establish a storyline and establish characters and and do everything they need to do to make them good. And I feel like DC needs that sort of thing because DC's characters are so they're just so deep that you need to kind of unravel every single character and see you know what kind of hero they are, or what kind of villain they are, or what kind of just person they are in general, like. DC's so mysterious to me with a lot of their characters that I like the way that, that CW, and even Fox with Gotham, I really like the way that they've um, established all those characters, and I think that they should seriously just stick to that. Like, I, I would love it if they would move Gotham from Fox to CW and then just kind of continue those stories and add it, you know, add that Gotham into that universe somehow. It'll never happen, but... <laughs> I think here's it, hoping they they could do a really cool um, live action Justice League TV series that honestly would I think it would work way better than the garbage they've been putting out in movies and it's a little it bit probably would but it would not draw the same kind of money and that's why it won't happen and that's what I was going to say it's a little bit lower risk which means you don't have to put as much money into it so it's not going to be as crazy and you're not going to have big names won't be stars. as profitable yeah um, unless you maybe pull a, a Power Rangers and do a you know a movie based off the TV show, which again is something they could have done with 
with the Justice League now with their stupid movie universe. They could have brought in the Flash <laughs> and the Arrow and all that stuff from the CW, and it would have been it, fine. I mean, it's it's fine. <laughs> I know. I just get <laughs> heated because I love those heroes too, and so they've just fucked it up right. so hard. And it's it's an understandable thing. And it's not like I'm saying DC should die, and I hope the company fails. I'm just saying I will not go see those movies. No, so that's all. That's all. There. That's the extent of my anger. And the joke. <laughs> and the Joker was such a poorly played character. I mean, again, Jared Leto's a great actor, but just the way that he portrayed that character in Suicide Squad was so just not the Joker that I don't want to see another movie with him in it. All right. So quick, that's... quick peek behind the curtain. It's 3 a.m. in real life. So what's your last quick oh, twist? Yeah, piece? It is 3 a.m. <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> God damn. Um, yeah. 3 a.m. We're finishing up this podcast and then uh, we'll be doing a, a live show t- tomorrow. <laughs> two episodes in two days. Um, I believe that's all that I had. I my last question for you, I guess, and we could probably save it for for next week your answer, but you had a destiny prediction that we never really got to dive into. Oh, that we we I, I covered it very briefly in one right. of my segments. Um And that's what I was saying, we didn't really get to dive into it as much. Right. And so. we won't dive into it at, at length here other than to say I was totally right. Oh, and okay. you should go check out our YouTube channel where the the destiny theory is put forward. Now, uh, you will need to put headphones on. I failed so hard recording the audio. <laughs> I'm way too quiet. But if you put headphones on, you will totally be you know engrossed and you'll get the whole story. Man, so could, check it out. You could re-record that audio and send it to me as well. I could, you know, I, I could, could do that. I have it. the audio file. I well, could just give it well. to you. The problem is that it's I can't change the audio on the video without oh. re-uploading it and the gotcha. the link is really cool gotcha. i liked the link gotcha. that they gave me so i'm a very petty person no, uh, but go check fine. out uh, <laughs> go to youtube and check out twist my arm podcast you'll see it's up there it's the uh, probably the most recent destiny video that we put up there um i so that having been said i did jump back into destiny i finally was able to confirm all that stuff for myself there was some people on reddit telling me dude you gotta play i've read your theory and this is totally happening so check it out so i did finally check it out i'm basically caught up um i'm almost caught up light level wise i'm finishing this dlc i'm really enjoying the grind that they've added back into destiny 2 i just watched the Uh. reveal for the next destiny 2 dlc and i'm very excited yes i understand (laughs) i shouldn't be because you know it's stuff that i used to have and i sound like a shill but i love destiny and i don't care so definitely check me out on playstation at jb42088 and follow me on instagram to see all my funko pop vinyls at the real jesse bailey and check us out on youtube just go look for twist my arm podcast indeed and if you want to talk shit about destiny 2 because people love to do that apparently send us an email twist my arm podcast at gmail.com also for like i was saying earlier if you're in a band and you're interested in doing a barroom blitz or just playing a show uh hit me up twist my arm podcast at gmail.com we also have a voicemail line um you can call and leave us a voicemail with thoughts and whatever you want at 50893twist so hopefully your your phone has you know the little letters on the numbers and you just spell out twist <laughs> t w i s t that's all it is no no you're supposed to say the numbers that correspond to the letters i know I, I, I should 508 <laughs> 9389 wait 4 <laughs> 7 wait 
Jesus eight. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We'll have t-shirts. We'll have twist my arm t-shirts <laughs> soon. Um, yeah, and and again, thank you guys all for listening, for listening to us talk shit and just kind of babble for hours during the weeks. Um, if you if you would you know if you want to come on the show and talk shit with us and do some quick twists or you know you have an interesting story that you'd like to tell us, then hit us up again. Twist and let's be clear. And just to be clear, we have a very low bar for interesting stories. So if you oh, if yeah. you have a story, just send it to us and we'll call you. <laughs> yeah, man, for sure. Any anything you you want to talk about or get off your chest, just let us know. We are super stoked to still be doing this and we are very thankful for all of our listeners' patience as we go through life and kind of grow as the show grows. So, thank you again for listening. Um this has been the Twist Modern Podcast. My name is Josh. My name is Jesse. Be cool to each other. We will talk at you next week. Well, we'll sing at you next week. Yeah, okay. Okay, bye. The Twist My Arm crew thanks you for listening to this episode of the Twist My Arm Podcast. The Twist My Arm Podcast theme song was written and performed by the Hot Dang Gang. <laughs>